The Money Show. Small business. The small business feature brought to you by Smart Security, powered by Vodacom Business. Start strong, start smart with smart security solutions for SMEs. Vodacom Business further together. Pablo Fatidis, as always, on a Thursday night, is a small business specialist. He is the founder at Auric Business Accelerator. And tonight, your, where is the value in your business? Where should you focus your resources? Where should you invest your time, energy, and, you know, at the best of times, limited resources, Pablo, to get the best possible outcomes? You know, Bruce, recently, when I say recently, uh, more or less from the beginning of the year to uh, the end of last week, I sent out a survey to 311 businesses. Um, these are businesses whose business owners are established. They, I guess the average age must have been 48, 49, 50. Um, so they've got some track record behind them. They've got a future ahead of them. They're more or less at the mid-stage of their business careers. And the uh, survey was all centered on this issue of value. And I put to them that there are three areas. Where do they think the value lies? Where do they think they need to invest their mindset, their attention? Should it be in the products that they create and the products that they use to trade or the people that they engage with, specifically their teams, um, or is it the processes that they run in order to make everything happen? And it was fascinating what came out of this process because those folks who are very uh, technical, technically minded, obviously had a very, very strong uh, orientation around product, saying, you know, our product is what makes us distinctive, our product is enormously valuable. Uh, the others who are more social, uh, with strong networks, strong relationship skills, say people, 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 people. The whole thing's about people. Business is all about people. Uh, a few people say processes. Uh, they must be the really boring, uh, uninteresting types. Uh, you keep talking to them about about systems. They call them processes. <laughs> They've been listening, and now you tell them that they're boring. Not nice. Yeah, the, the boring people say processes matter, processes matter. And when I look at the boring people, they really have got no personality, no technical skills, um, and, and very few of them say processes. So it got me thinking, well, what does everyone else think? What does everyone else think? Where does the value lie? Once you get to a certain stage in the business, the business is up and running, it's functioning, it's working, it's operating, You've got some time on your hands. You want to grow your business. You want to grow eventually into the future with the view to exit your business. Where would you concentrate on investing to build the real value? And Bruce, what do you think? Uh, I'd look at, okay, at this point in the economy where jobs are scarce, where you've Mm -hmm. probably got your choice of people, um, you're not as constrained perhaps by skills because there are lots of skilled people in the market looking for jobs. Uh, I wonder if people are that important because people are also, while a lot of people pay tribute to them and say, oh, our biggest asset goes down and they lift at the end of every day and, and then doesn't, don't treat their staff very well anyway because they, no. don't, 
they say it, but they don't believe it because ultimately yeah. they know that each one of us is ultimately replaceable. Um, you know, in, in most environments, most people are, are fairly replaceable. Um, so I, I think it's... I'm going to say it's a combination of everything because it's a cop-out. But at the same time, yeah. <laughs> uh, if you've got a great product and fairly decent people, you should be okay, frankly, um, uh, with some decent processes. But um, I think product has to win because well, product or your service has to be unique so that you can stand out in the environment and you'll find people to sell and deliver it for you. There's my answer. Yeah, okay, not a bad answer. But, but then let's have a look at product because the first person who said product is everything in the sense of a commercial business was a Rolf, Waldo Emerson, and he, he's an American founding father. He's, in a, he's an essayist. He was an orator, a very, very eloquent uh, individual, super smart, deep thinker. And he said this, Bruce, in 1772, and he was right. He was right. He said that unless you build a better mousetrap, the world won't beat a path to your door. And that means that unless you've got a good product, you don't even feature or function in business. And he was right in 1772 because there were so few products around. You could get a Smith & Western, a saddle, a pair of cowboy boots, and a horse. But really, beyond that, there were very, very few products around in comparison today. And what's changed since then is that today everyone's got products. And here's the thing about a good product. If you and I were in business, let's say we're in the furniture industry, and let's say we had a really good product. It was a seat. It was specifically a chair for executives or for people in call centers or for people in restaurants. So any one of those makes for a good product. And we got advantage in the marketplace because we had a good product. Out of necessity, and through a function of time and money, all our competitors would have to lift the standards of their products and any product advantage we had today will be eroded tomorrow. So where does it leave a product in terms of value? Because without a good product, you're out of the game. With a good product, you're in the game. With a great product, you attract your competition they can see what it is that you're doing right. They can imitate, they can copy, they can emulate. And eventually any advantage you had is gone because everyone out of necessity had to play catch up and meet the standards. Okay, so in the same way as that may very well be true, they can poach your team. They can steal your people. They can um, get the, get those people into their systems, and then they can adapt what you've been doing so successfully in delivering a great experience and a great service because they aren't cheapskates like us, and they pay proper wages. And so they, they, they've now emulated our product, and now they've got our people. Yeah, well, that's, that's almost true. There, there is one thing that I can hear people arguing with us on, saying, yeah, but if your product's got a patent, well, then it's defendable. Yeah. Well, Bruce, it's only as defendable as your bank balance, because unless yep. you can support that patent and defend the patent, which can be a process that takes three, four, five, seven, eight, eleven, fifteen 11, 15 years, depending on who's stolen 
do intellectual property around your patent? It really is not a viable answer for the mid-tier business. And people, so people today, you know, straight after Emerson had said what he had said, straight after Emerson had said what he had said, we started to move from the product economy into, let's call it the knowledge economy. And over the years, what's happened with the knowledge economy, especially in the last 15, 20 years, as bandwidth has fallen, uh, education, access to skills, access to uh, upskilling and enabling yourself and making yourself a more valuable commodity to any organization, access to all that good stuff has become more widely accessible. It's become less expensive by many, many, many miles. And people are generally smarter. You know, in many ways, I, I hear people turn around and say, well, you know what, my, my kids are smarter at the age of seven, eight, nine, ten, than we were at seven, eight, nine, ten. And then you listen to the grandfather speak, and the grandfather says, yeah, and you guys were smarter than we were at seven, eight, nine, ten. So somehow, the whole world, the ability of the world to create a cognitive capability and an engagement with content and an engagement with techniques and skills, accessibility to information, everything's become easier. So, so there are many, many people around. And in South Africa, uh, with jobs being scarce, with uh, ongoing uncertainty, it creates a very strange dynamic around people because in cases where there is political uncertainty, for example, and political uncertainty is tantamount to investment uncertainty. In cases like that, people tend to, uh, running a business, replace people with technology or replace people with products. That's the first anomaly here. The second is, in scarce skills, when you need people who've got skills and capability, if they go and they really drive growth in your business, where does the value lie, Bruce? Does it lie okay, in your what business? Is what is the answer? What is the answer? Put me out of my misery. I feel like a a, a, a person on death row just waiting for the syringe <laughs> to drop. But people are people are really important. People are people are enormously valuable. They're enormously valuable, but they're only as valuable as they are guided to create the one thing that contains all value in a business. And that is the experience a customer has dealing with that business. And if you think about what the source of the experience is, you've got a good product that solves a problem for a customer, that product made accessible, engaged, and delivered to customers is driven through people. But the way that it all happens, the way that customers learn about you, the way that customers engage with you, the way that you service customers, is all driven by processes. And if those processes are designed to create an excellent customer experience, whilst people may come and go, and whilst products may be imitated and replicated, the experience, the feeling that customers have in relation to working with you, if that can be maintained and delivered at scale and volume, well then surely, that's where the value in the business lies. 
The other benefit of it, of course, it's very hard to imitate and replicate yes. because it's very hard to see from the outside in. So it, it reminds me of a conversation I had with Adrian Gore once, and I said to him, discovery is an infernally complicated business. And he said, I like complicated businesses because they're hard to copy. And, and, I think yeah. that may, and I think that may be the secret behind, say, Vitality, for example, which you would think that, you know, American health insurance companies and uh, Polish health insurance companies and a Chinese health insurance company could create its own version of, of a program, of a rewards program um, and a behavior program in the same way as Vitality is structured. But it's actually not easy. Um, and that is where the system and the process, the intellectual capital and the offering really sits it is in the complexity of the systems you create to deliver what appears to be a simple solution to a customer but in the same way as your smartphone is a remarkable piece of technology that's incredibly simple to operate that should give you joy each and every single time you pick it up or at least help you provide solutions you don't need to know how it works you just need to feel like a you know solving your problems as you as you work with it Completely. And the experience that a user has on that smartphone. And if we take the argument of Android versus Apple, you know, Apple converts are Apple converts. Android converts are Android con converts. It's the experience that keeps you there. The underlying device itself, really, they're all the same. But it's the experience that keeps you there. And for so long as you're there, you're spending. For so long as you're spending, revenue's growing, profit's growing, and ultimately, for every business owner, that's where the value in their company lies. Thank you for answering the question. Pablo Fatidis uh, from Auric Business Accelerator. As always, on a Thursday night, he is the founder at Auric Business Accelerator and helps us figure out the, through the, the quagmire of how to run our small businesses better.